Live from your mom's house. What? It's the Geek Show. <laughs> oh, we're gonna. We got. Yeah. Let's just roll the thing. Let's go. Let's okay. go. <laughs> Let's just go. Let's yeah. Go. You will make us go. Let's get into it. Oh, I would like to shoot you to are, go fast now. You are. You are smart. You will make the show go, Tony. The Space Show show has not gotten to the Packlids yet. I can't oh, wait, though. I can't but, wait, though. Stop spoiling stuff for but, the Space Show show. But Lee. Tony is smart. He will make the show go. He yeah, will. smart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lee wants to be strong. Lee George K., I, everybody. I want to go on the show and be strong. Tony will make that happen. Tony will make that happen. Quad T, too tall Tony. Hey, making it happen, especially on Geek Show Arc and Geek Show Help Desk. Mm -hmm. You are smart. No spoilers for the Space Show show, Rebecca Frost. I spoiled so <laughs> bad yesterday. Son. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's nice. Look at that nice guy. Uh, and of course, Robert is here as well. Yeah. Happy Black History Month, everybody. Oh, there happy, you go. Happy Black nice. History Month. There you go. All right. Well, and our host. Harry Jackson. Oh, bow, hi. Bow, bow, Jackson. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. All right. Let's begin with... Yes, thank you. Let's begin with, we usually save the rest in peace till the end, but this was a big one because uh, he yep. affected so many of yeah. us in so many ways. Raise a glass, Carl Weathers, everybody. That's right. Indeed. Mm. Raise a glass of stew. Raise, <laughs> raise a mug stew. of stew. <laughs> uh, it says here, a veteran versatile actor, former football player, appeared in, as the Mandalorian's Grief Karga a bounty hunter turned magistrate on the Disney Plus series. Uh, mm. Also, uh, famously, Apollo Creed in the Rocky films. Um, what? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so freaking ripped. Yep. Well, especially especially in Predator. Yes. Predator yeah. and, in, yeah. and in Rocky. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't believe you're leaving out the biggest credit of all, the very short-lived abc series action jackson the original action jackson <laughs> oh there was a series because i know there was a movie there's a series uh, in the mm, early 80s called mm. action jackson starring him that was probably mid 80s because i believe that the female lead was vanity formerly of vanity six the prince adjacent band now that was the movie right but she came over for the tv series as well uh, i believe so don't go ahead and check. I could be I could be wrong. And of course, uh, Chubbs in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> See, that's the, I I don't watch a lot of sports movies, so for me, Carl Weathers is a character and comedic actor that whom I absolutely adored. So I didn't see him much as Apollo Creed. Just I think I watched Rocky once. Oh, you know, were surprised when the comedy showed up. Oh, it's yes. my favorite thing that he that, did. I love yeah, it. That is a versatility. I mean, the same with the rest of development. We're just yeah. like, this this dude can do anything. He directed several yeah. episodes of Mandalorian that were very very good. Can you know, I um can I read what Ahmed Best said in regards please. to hmm. his passing? Please. Um, I'm struggling with this one today. This is hard. Carl has always been a hero of mine since I was a child. I never thought I would ever be directed by him, let alone have the honor to call him a friend. As an artist, he was so generous with his wisdom and respect for the art of acting. He gave me golden nuggets that I will treasure and use for the rest of my life. As a director, he was the one who gave me the space, grace, time, and guidance to come to life. He saw how nervous I was to be back in Star Wars and gave me the strength and confidence to perform. Every conversation and text message after was bathed in love, mentorship, and support. Mm. 
awesome and that's a legacy nice. to leave behind when people Amen. are just like that that person was a mentor i mean what what better could you be than somebody mm -hmm. who inspires other people to, to well, be and better and well, to... especially to ahmed best who notoriously run out of star wars and yes. right. never wanted to return um, so just, I mean, the first time I saw him, I'll never forget, you know, in Rocky, of course, and, uh, and in Rocky too, uh, th those, uh, those fights between him and Stallone, they looked so real. And when the punches hit, you could feel them and his snarling and yelling, you're going down, you know, just an amazing performance. Yeah. And uh, I remember watching Rocky with my dad and my dad going, I think that guy used to play football. <laughs> <laughs> he was an Oakland Raider, as uh, Sarah was informing the girls yesterday. Yeah. And uh, then, of course, you know, the re Predator just, oh, I, yeah. I still chuckle every time I see that scene. Fantastic. Dylan, you son of a Dylan, bitch. you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and forever an internet meme of those yep. arms, you know. <laughs> oh, awesome. And I was mistaken. Action Jackson was the movie. Um, he was on a couple of TV series after that, but what I was conflating it with was his run on In the Heat of the Night. Um, That's it. Which oh. was the... Uh, series, but he went on the series after Howard Rollins left the series, and he was the sheriff in uh, Sparta. That's it. All right. So uh, thank you, Carl. Seventy six yeah. uh, died in his sleep. Apparently. Uh, you know what? Sign me up for that. Yeah, oh, that's the way to go for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I'm gonna live forever. That's true. Well, you probably will. But I have a list of spoilers <laughs> that are going to be revealed to you upon my death. <laughs> I, How however, would you, yeah. I, How however, would you want to leave behind such a mean legacy? Yeah. I, oh, no, I, it'll, be, it'll be spoilers that'll bring you nothing but happiness. I, however, uh, decide who lives and who dies. Oh. <laughs> well, this guy. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Swing low. All right. Uh, let's, uh, believe me, if I had that power, oh, the world would be a much better place. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I just let's... I see so many fewer radio professionals on the face of the planet. You're gone, and you're gone, and you're gone. I'm all that's left. <laughs> yeah, you're going to die on the golf links. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> like Kid Craddock of yore. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the deep dive. Blake. I was going to say, that sounds like some inside baseball right there. Oh, oh, yeah. Remind me, we'll tell the story of the after party. Destroyer okay. of careers, Kid Craddock, me, oh, please, please, I had an encounter with him. We can oh, talk yeah, about it. Did. We can talk about it in the after party. And anyway. He, and he, hated, he, hated, he hated you and everything oh, you stand for. He, okay, no. stop teasing. I'm already for the, in. Yeah, we're, we're, in. we're invested. For the, I'm, ten I'm minute, for the 10 minutes he was aware of me, he hated me every 10 minutes. Oh, he still <laughs> referred wow. to, I mean, literally until the year he died, he referred to your radio station as a little, uh, a little shack out in a field. He did. He did. Anyway. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire released another trailer this week. It's a good looking trailer. It really hey, is. Yeah. Huh? Listen, I'm going to be the hater here. I know you will. Hater. <laughs> Hater's going to hate, hate, hate. I'm sorry. Uh, this this trailer made me want to see the movie less. Really? Oh, okay. oh, wow. I, I didn't realize. I'm sorry, I missed the second trailer. I saw the first trailer. Let me yeah, let me guess the line, the Rebecca. Let me guess the line that made you want to stay away. Was it "Bustin makes me feel good"? No, Paul Rudd telling me directly "Bustin makes me feel good" is something um, okay that would live on repeat in my head forever. It's it's. It's the problem with the fur with Ghostbusters Afterlife, Carrie. Right? Like we're bringing these guys. Don't go away, guys. 
You need a nap. Oh. You need a nap and a digestive cookie. You're, you're, squishing, you're squishing my member berries. Don't exactly. squish my member berries. My problem with Afterlife was we had a perfectly good setup there, and then we mm-hmm. raped the ghost of Harold Ramis. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, this one looks like it's more member berries. But the, the, yeah. the reason, and, and the reason I think is, is because they brought back, uh, you know, that man has no dick. Uh, Walter Peck. Walter Peck. I guess he's the the mayor of New York now or something. I don't know. Slimer showed up and I was like, "Uh, okay. All that matters to me is my perpetual lifelong crush, Annie Potts, is in the movie. She is. Love to see her in a jumpsuit. I think that's fantastic. Finally, she gets in the Uh, suit. It's, I don't, I I don't. Yeah, it's really a, there's Rebecca. there's just you know Walter Peck is uh, there and and I'm guessing he's the mayor of New York or something in in the trailer he declares he's been waiting 40 years to declare the Ghostbusters are finished. They call themselves Ghostbusters. According to these hacks, they save the world, no eyewitnesses. Uh and and who is found to carry on the torch? Descendants of Egon Spengler, he says. Uh so anyway, mighty ma- suspicious. Yeah. So March twenty second is when that comes out. But I mean, but anyway. let's face it. Uh, William Atherton has made a great, a great career of playing two of the most hated characters in movies not played by Paul Rudd. I mean, not Paul Reiser. That's true. Um, <laughs> Walter Peck, and um, I can't remember his name. The the reporter. The reporter. The KTLA in from Die Hard. Die Hard. Yeah, because he goes to he goes to Bruce Willis's family's or the yeah. whose family does his his to? his wife's family's his house. Wife's family's house. And just puts them on the air, and he's just like, nope. No, yep. we're not having that. Uh, and uh, uh, speaking of Paul Reiser, we will call back the the name Paul Reiser later in this show. Nice. Uh, another trailer. Tease. Another trailer that we got, and this is great for the Spooky Time Club. Um, Tarot is the. I name didn't have time to watch this trailer before we got on here. Oh, it's, it's you fine. hate on don't... the trailers we show. You don't watch them. <laughs> you don't want to be know. on the podcast. I mean, I know I'm bad at being a podcast. <laughs> now, now I immediately thought of Lee because when I saw the name Tarot, I thought of the root, and uh, I know that Lee being a. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's uh, not. Please tell me it's not based on the uh, the cart the comic book. No, it's it's oh, the, the cards. But but this no, was. No, it's based off the starchy tuber that's really popular in Polynesian culture. I, I knew it. Well, do you know what it was called oh. originally? Before they renamed things? it before they renamed it to Tarot? What? Horror scope. Really? Oh. oh, I think I like that better. Okay, but but here's the but here's the premise Horrors. of the show. And I wanted to ask Lee, because Lee knows more about tarot cards than anybody here in this room. <laughs> As is a there, reformed con artist, yes. Is there an <laughs> Is there an unwritten rule of tarot card readings never use someone else's deck? Oh my uh, god, that's superstition. So, like a person, well, isn't uh, a that person, all of pra- tarot cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Fired. Shut no, up. So, Sorry. A lot of a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, the more serious practitioners of tarot card reading would say that they don't want anybody else's energy getting into their deck. So. Okay, well then the plot oh, of this movie, private yeah. deck energy, is what they want. That's yeah, what they I mean, want, yeah. and that's the plot of this movie. <laughs> and that's that's where uh-huh. we get the term "big deck energy." Yeah, uh, exactly. In, in tarot card reading. So, yeah. private deck energy, big deck energy, yeah. all yep. goes together. Deck energy. Sorry, I'm writing this down. Poop deck energy. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, because that's the premise of this show: is that uh, the you know there's a bunch of good-looking people up in a cabin in the woods, of course. Whoa. And uh, they find Tales a deck of tarot cards. Time. 
and they play with the tarot cards and uh, bad things start to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. The only person you will recognize in the cast is uh, Jacob Batalon from uh, the Spider-Man movies. You know, the man, the man in the chair, you know, Ned. Ned. Oh, uh, Ned. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you'll recognize him, but the rest of the cast, they're just pretty teenagers, you know. I so. think one of the girls um, was in Mean Girls. Oh, which one? Yeah. Uh, Avantika. No, I meant which mean, mean mean girls? The new one, oh, okay. which I'll talk about later. Oh, oh you saw but it? She, she, yeah, she <laughs> was Karen in the new movie. Okay, all right, I'll take your word for it. But you uh, there you go. You can go and take a look at that trailer and have some fun with that. All right, uh, let's do uh, some quick housekeeping, and then we'll get to the rest of the news. Uh, first of all, Lee George Cade, we are happy that you are here. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. And it's and, just uh, wonderful. I, I, so, I have to actually, I have to give a shout out real quick. Yes. I got a package. This oh, doesn't really? happen often. Uh, can, can, I, can I have a camera? I got <laughs> yeah. this. I got you. Whoops. Oh, she uh, kicked him. I <laughs> got I got it. Let me. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got this, right. uh, I got this letter in the mail from Stuart Lloyd. Oh. oh and nice. uh, not only that, he went to his favorite um, local bookstore. And picked me up this old copy of Famous oh, Monsters of Filmland and oh, sent wow. it to me. So, I mean, Stuart, my hat's <laughs> off to you. I it just made my day yesterday when I opened this up. I'll be, uh, and, and he was being really uh, self-deprecating about sending me his, his first watercolor painting, which I thought was really nice. That's actually far better than anything I have ever done with oh, watercolor. Oh, wow. so that's watercolor. That's well done, Stuart. Uh, I love this, the glowy this, action yeah. on yeah, that. Looks great. Absolutely made my day. So thank you. Um, Good job. It, it was it was the sweetest thing to just like have this in the mail. So. Um, that is wonderful. Yeah, uh, but uh, it's great to have Lee back, and uh, he's getting ready for yet another series of trials and tribulations uh, <laughs> coming up in what is it April? Yeah, they're um, going to play with my guts. They're going to play with your guts some more in April. Yeah. And uh, it's turning into be quite a pricey uh, situation, <laughs> even though he has insurance. Oh, yes, the, the American medical insurance. situation. Uh, yeah. Uh, give what you can to the Cade family to help them out. There's the uh, Venmo. It's on all of our social medias. Go and take a look and, and give what you can. You guys uh, have been leave. awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And, of course, uh, the Patreon helps as well. If you uh, subscribe to our Patreon, you get the secret show afterward, the after party. And, of course, you get uh, time closet videos. i got to make a couple of more this week. Oh, there's me with my Planet of the Apes stuff. Yep. Oh, Planet man. Of the Apes. That's, a, that's a Charlton Heston action figure yeah, right there. <laughs> Looks just like him. Uh, so we got that coming up, and i uh, got some more videos for you. Of course, you get the Space Show show early, um, which, is, which is a bonus. You get to listen to it before anybody else. Uh, thank you for a price, says, says one of the commenters there. Uh, is that and, is that pirate guy there on the Space Show show thing? He's he's shown up on Lower Decks and a couple other mm -hmm. episodes, hasn't he? I, I love that character. He's the outrageous so Akona? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, those were some weird episodes. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we, we, join us for the Space Show show. It's a, You get it early on Patreon, but it also is on your uh, Geek Show, uh, uh, regular Geek Show uh, podcast feed. Uh, and the Patreon, of course, it helps support the show. It's it's beer money for us, and we appreciate it. Um, Those merch. Those can drink beer. Yes. Merch. Those stupid stupid pancreas says I can't have any anymore. Welcome to the no Is beer it just zone, beer? Can we, get you, can we get you on anything else? I can't do alcohol, fried food, uh, like, you know, nachos Nothing or a good. thing I never, ever get to do again in my life. So... Mm. 
All of these are uh, never agains? Yeah, never agains. The strictly oh, no. forbidden because what half of my pancreas is dead. Oh my hell, go back and give more money to Lee for God's sake. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> he'll, no, just I, spend, he'll just spend it on nachos. <laughs> I have a I have a chef's background. I will find a way. Thank you. There you go. That's yeah. the attitude. Rebecca, and, uh, what are you singing in the background? Mm, what you say? You yeah. know, when Marissa shoots the guy on the OC, it's the go-to song for when sad things happen. I watched yeah. a guy drop a 12-pack of Dr. Pepper in the Target parking lot, and I started singing that song. <laughs> Loud enough for him to hear? <laughs> I hope. Yeah, and Sarah got mad at me. <laughs> well, yeah, that's really rude. He just lost a 12-pack like, of Dr. Pepper. Our merch is available. I'm starting to see it out in the wild. People are sending me photos of them wearing it. I like that, too. Uh, our our fashion doll adjacent shirt is going to be going away soon. So uh, Ooh, it's, we threaten you with it every week. Yeah, the, first know, person, the first person who sends us a picture of two Geek Show flags flying from the back of their pickup truck is going to get oh a, a custom-drawn um, postcard from me Wow! sent to them, signed. Oh by everybody on the geek show cast wonderful so, that is that is my challenge to you i need two of those flags sticking out of the big pick em up truck excellent <laughs> does anyone that listens own a pick em up truck well this I is do. why i made such high stakes <laughs> oh okay <laughs> two flags off the back of my carola <laughs> yeah <laughs> so first someone has to buy a pick em up truck that listens to yes. the show <laughs> then uh, well, we already know we don't postcard. have a utah county listener so that's not well, happening I, <laughs> just a participant tony counts does tony count as a utah tony county does listener? Count. Uh, but nah. uh, yeah, yeah you could borrow your uh, angry grandfather's pick em up hey, truck i'm sure it doesn't have to be your pick em up don't, just don't there tell him go. you're doing it for us because you know oh, they well, know. after the fact they know yeah uh, all right. Or take all the family fo- take all the family Christmas photos in front of it and surprise them at the end of the year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, we do have a Supergirl. We have found our Supergirl. Last week oh, we told so you it was mad. down to two. Hmm. Hmm. And uh, the, no one is happy about this casting. Uh, I'm not unhappy. I'm, I'm, I feel it's like fine. it's just fine. It's Supergirl. It's, it's fine. I'm not unhappy. I've just been forbidden to comment on this actress. <laughs> I w- yeah. Well. Why? Oh, he made because I was mean, kind of mean oh. things. <laughs> oh, I see. I when remember. she was on uh, Game it was of Thrones, a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. So I mean, she she's actually a very talented actress, and I can't wait to see what she does with the role. Yeah, this is uh, this <laughs> yeah. is your Supergirl. It is. Uh, she's from House of the Dragons. Millie Alcock is her name, and uh, she uh, she's going to be uh, in in the probably in the Superman movie in Superman Legacy briefly. It's it's not clear. Uh, maybe they'll just throw her into her own movie. That would be cool. Um, here's what uh, Gunn wrote on social media. He says, uh, Millie is a fantastically talented young actor. I'm incredibly excited about her being part of the DCU. Uh, yes, I first became aware of her in House of the Dragon, but I was blown away by her varied auditions and screen tests for yeah, Supergirl. Okay. Uh, he added that she, she embodied the character as envisioned by the comic book writer Tom King. Uh, and uh, so he said that's why we went with her. Awesome. I trust uh, his judgment. Also, he <clears throat> said, strangely, Millie was the first person I brought up to uh, Peter Safran for this role well over a year ago uh, when I had only read the comics. I was watching House of the Dragon, and I thought, she's got the edge, grace, and authenticity. So uh, there you go. Uh, James Gunn also said about his uh, Superman movie this week, uh, he said the... Uh, None of Superman Legacy's running time is dedicated to the character's origin story. Thank God. Wow. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm I'm dang it. 
That's my favorite part. How yeah. are we going to know how he, how he became Superman? How am I going to know Batman becomes Batman without watching Martha Wayne's pearls bounce in the gutter? Well, that's something well, different. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah. I Love like them. watching the destruction of Krypton. <laughs> I like watching the destruction of Bruce Wayne's psyche. <laughs> well, I mean, there's always the, the way that uh, uh, Grant Morrison did it in All-Star Superman. Four panels, and that's yeah. all you got out of a 12-issue run. Yeah. And that's really more than that's that's more than you need, right? Yeah. At this point, yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right. The uh, League of Super Pets, when they also show the destruction of Krypton, incredible. Now, see, you're going to make me watch that now, aren't <laughs> that's you? That's an underrated you movie. Have not, it, it, you, you have not you have seen it. it. It's, it's kind of fun, very Karen. good, Carrie. It's, a fun it's so movie. much fun. I have to wait for Sue to leave town to watch these kind like, of movies. Like I know that like I know Just that the over. Rock we'll and Kevin Hart are there, but like it's so much fun. All right. It's no Super Mario Brothers, but No. But it is I, fun. I enjoyed Super Mario. And you get Keanu Reeves I did as Batman. Too. Yeah. yeah. I, you do I, get I Keanu liked. as Batman. Super Pets was a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to some uh, Star Trek news. Uh, this is only news because there it is. That's yeah. how we know. Yeah. It's in yeah. production. The the absolutely resplendent Michelle Yeoh. Resplendent uh, is right. Letting us know that uh, it's, uh, it's, it's in production. Uh, they also confirmed seven additional cast members. I don't know if you'll know any of them. Omari, Omari Hardwick. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Casey, Casey Roll, Sam Richardson, Sven yes. Rig- Roy. Sam Richardson? Gronk. Yeah, you know In Sam. In a Star Trek? That's awesome. That, That's uh, dope. Love Robert, to hear that. Robert Kaczynski, Humberly <coughs> Gonzalez, James Hiroyuki Liao. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I just four, right I just remember when they when they actually pulled her off of Discovery and there's the freaking Guardian of Forever and all of its corny glory in the middle of that field and I'm <laughs> screaming and Rachel's like what <laughs> <laughs> why are you so happy the um, you're not allowed it's a so, Stargate I mean wait we were watching uh, on Netflix she's on a series called uh, the Brother's Son I believe it's called and uh, you know she only has one fight scene which was kind of disappointing. And, uh, and and Sue was like, I, I heard she kicks ass. I don't understand. So I immediately what? found Super Cop 3 for her. Super Cop 3. <laughs> and uh, so we started watching that. And and Sue kept saying, well, where is she? Where is she? <laughs> I'm like, she right there. That's yes. Michelle Yeoh. Oh, I didn't even recognize her. That's, that's <laughs> Michelle Yeoh illegally jumping a train um, against the stunt coordinator's wishes because she said, I can do that. When his son yes. had already missed and uh, oh, like broke his legs. I remember Jeff Weiss dragging me to the Tower Theater to see yeah. uh, one of the Super Cops. Uh, yeah. know, it it might have been Super Cop Three, it was, but it was Jackie Chan and Michelle Yeoh in the same movie. Yeah, it's it's that's the one where he uh, he's he's water skiing behind the hydrofoil, uh-huh. and yeah. uh, if you look carefully, you can tell that the Nike on his left foot is actually a cast that they painted to look like a shoe. Yes, because he, he broke, busted his he foot already. His foot. Yeah, Jeez. yeah, and and I remember that was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. Yeah, yeah and, and thank you, Jeff Weiss, for dragging me to see that because it just changed everything. I oh, he thought. took us. He introduced so many of us to Hong Kong cinema in the late eighties. It was yep. anyway. Good stuff. So, section thirty-one is underway. Uh, Yay! And and Rebecca will eventually know what section thirty-one is someday. Like I'm, I'm vaguely aware of what it is. Yes, I, baby. Is this a this is a movie, right? Not a series. This is a movie. Yes. Okay. This will this will be a movie, and I believe it's on Paramount Plus. A movie. I for want hijinks. I do. <laughs> or as we call a... them in the industry, time jinx. Yeah, that time... needs to be a bit of time jinx. Yeah. Yes. 
Uh, let's see. We also, we also got some uh, cast swapping here for Thunderbolts. Boy, the, the, the cast keeps changing on this thing. The situation well, is fluid, the, Carrie. Well, I'll tell you why. <laughs> Ao at Abiri's price tag has gone up recently. Yep. Uh, well, deservedly so. Stephen Yuns as well. So uh, mm -hmm. maybe that's mm -hmm. the deal. Um, uh, Geraldine Viswanathan is stepping in for Ado, Ao Ediberi. She's leaving the project, and uh, Geraldine is stepping in. We don't know what parts they're playing. We don't know. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, Guy in the chair type, probably. Could be. Could be. Um, yeah, Lewis Pullman stepped in for Stephen Yuen. We told you about that. Um, it says here, she, this is where you may see her, uh, Universal Comedy Blockers. Oh, my God, if you haven't seen Blockers. Very fun. That's she a John Cena that. movie, isn't it? It is. It is. Well, that's uh, a good was, thing. I like John Cena. She was also in the TBS series Miracle Workers. Yep. yep. She's great mm -hmm. in Miracle Workers. The Sundance pick Cat Person. The uh, Apple pick The Beanie Bubble, which uh, I think I saw. Anyway, uh, next up, she's... I, I, it, it was probably so much forgettable. It was last year during the all of the movies about business. Okay, I did oh, see yeah, it. Oh, yeah, the business year. <laughs> I did see it, and I kind of mixed it up with the documentary about the Beanie Babies uh, bubble. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ethan Cohen's Drive-Away Dolls, Amazon Comedy, You're Cordially Invited with Will Ferrell and Reese Witherspoon. So, yeah, she's, uh, she's, she's, so she's a funny. Stuff. She's a funny. Yeah. I was going to say, side note plug from Miracle Workers. If you haven't checked mm -hmm. out Miracle Workers, it's really funny. It's All right, I'll give, I'll give it a shot. It's really good. So that's uh, Thunderbolts. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, now this, this I found an interesting story this week. This dropped yesterday, and I was so kind of excited. Uh, <laughs> Tim Burton has decided that uh, he's going to direct a new remake of Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. Hmm. The script is from Gillian Flynn, who did Gone Girl and Sharp Objects. That's right? where I Whoa. am so confused. Mm -hmm. Those <laughs> seems like very different movies. <laughs> yeah. I want this I want this to be a 50-foot feminist take, is what I want. Well, the original kind of was, but the original for was, the time. I, for, for the, the time, 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 exactly. That's the key yeah. thing. But let's make it an even bigger feminist and, punch to um, the face. And do you Burton know who... When, oh, sorry, Rebecca, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, do you know who would be... Perfect casting for the 50-foot woman. Currently hot on everybody's minds, Megan the Stallion. I think she would be. Her, you guys laugh. I'm being so serious. No, I I'm, think Megan the Stallion is going to EGOT in our lifetime. No, I'm, I'm laughing with delight. I think that's wonderful. That's fine. When Burton, has, when Burton has the right material, the right writer, he... I mean, I mean, I I like his stuff regardless. Sometimes it it strays off the path too far. But mm -hmm. thinking about Mars Attacks, I'm thinking about Big Eyes. Um, yeah. The the dude when when he's when he's really firing on all cylinders is the best in the industry, hands down. Big so, Fish is just Big a Fish. Oh my Big gosh, such a good movie. So good. Or as now, my kids say, the movie we can't watch because now we see what our dad's going to be like when he's old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now I did some looking into it because as I re I recall this being remade once before, and so I dug yeah. it up, and it was it was ninety eight, and I didn't see it, and I should have because, well, first of all, Daryl Hannah plays the fifty foot woman, Hot. but but nice. I didn't know that the director was Christopher Guest. Oh, oh really? shit! And that would be awesome. The, oh. mu the music was done by Christopher Guest and Michael McKean. 
half of Spinal Tap is there doing That's your amazing. music. Interesting. Wow. So, How fun. you know, I, so I got to dig that one up and, and see it. Maybe it was a comedic gem that I just missed. But anyway. Well, if it's only half of Spinal, pa- spinal Tap, doesn't it only go up to five and a half then? Thank oh, you. Tony. Two, three, four. No, I appreciate and that. I, we'll just inside, cut that inside. Hang on. Hang on. I got, I got a thing for that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you. There it is. All right. Delayed shot even better. <laughs> the uh, the original film from 1958 starred Allison Hayes as a wealthy heiress whose close encounters with an alien triggers her to grow into a giant, complicating her marriage, which is already in turmoil, uh, no thanks to her philandering husband. I just remember a scene, it's an iconic scene, of her ripping the roof off of a building yelling, Harry! Harry! <laughs> so, Carrie. Yes? I think that you mentioned the other day something about Lily Tomlin in this. And I no. Think that she- Lily Tom was the incredible shrinking shrinking woman. woman. I That's, was going to yes. say that at the end of that movie, yeah. she did start growing and was reversing the process. Yes. But it was like, because uh, I, I was trying to look it up, and like, I don't think that she did a yeah a growing uh, woman. But it was it was con- it was confusing. But yeah, she did the incredible shrinking woman, uh, which That's was a remake was of the incredible too, shrinking yeah. man, which is a great yep. movie. Uh, all right, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Last of Us season two has cast Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> Nice. Moira Rose. <laughs> I was crush. I was exactly. searching high and low on Twitter yesterday because this casting announcement came out and I was like, oh dip, like who's she gonna play? And I'm like trying to rack my brain thinking of Last of Us Two characters. Mm-hmm. And so I was like scrolling Twitter trying to find any hint of any idea but all people kept saying was that bird movie that she was in in Shit's Creek yes. and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm like this is haha very funny everybody please can someone give me a serious answer well, <laughs> see me and and it's not we're, we don't know what ro- role she's playing with, with me I just want it to be Moira Rose in the apocalypse that's how, all how I want amazing would that be? you know I just I just want her you know there. <laughs> Is that the puppy? You must help the baby. <laughs> uh, let's see. We've got. Uh, she is uh, joining a burgeoning cast of newcomers to the series. You got Caitlin Deaver, uh, Isabel Merced. Uh, you've got Young Mazzino. Uh, they're all jumping in there. Deaver's going to star as Abby. Everyone uh, protect her. Everyone be nice and chill about mm-hmm. this. Seriously, come on, guys. Uh, Merced will be Dina. The freewheeling spirit whose devotion to Ellie will be tested by the brutality of the world they inhabit. Yeah. Uh, Manzano will portray Jesse, a pillar of his community who puts everyone else's needs before his own. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah. so Moira Rose is in the apocalypse. When one of us shines, all of us shines. <laughs> Follow the light. Or I can't even remember what, what the phrases are on this show. I love it. Uh, another project that was announced this week, uh, Taika Watiti. Uh, he's got a film adaptation of Clara and the Sun. And he has announced the casting Amy Adams and Jenna Ortega. Uh, this is a, uh, a novel from Kazuo uh, Ishiguro, Clara and the Sun. The story follows Clara, an artificial friend designed to prevent loneliness. Clara is purchased by a mother. Clara is purchased by a mother, Amy Adams, and a bright teen named Josie who adores her new robot companion but suffers from a mysterious illness. This mysterious is the story of story of Clara's quest to save Josie and those who love her from heartbreak and how in the process Clara learns the power of love. 
Robots learning about love. What an original. I've been warning against this for years, and yet they keep doing it. And, and back to Catherine <laughs> O'Hara and Jenna Ortega. We did get a release date for Beetlejuice 2. It what is a- se- se- uh, September 6th. And Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I was against no. the title, and then I got excited about the title, and now I'm just 100% on board. Go ahead and mm-hmm. make another one in 40 more years. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> did Keaton have any kids that look like him? Because that's what ah. we do now. Yeah, just yeah. just have them pre-recorded. It'll be like uh, it'll be like uh, Kevin Conroy. They'll just be like, "Hey, we found some more Keaton." Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's do another Beetlejuice. <laughs> um, now I'm not familiar with this comic book, um, but they're making an animated movie, Rogue Trooper. Oh my God! Is so this familiar? Good. Okay. Yeah, this is uh, this is British comics from the late '80s, early '90s. Oh, hmm. Well, that makes sense with yeah. the, with the creators and cast that I'm looking like at. Like a lot because... of a lot of a lot of the same people did Judge Dredd, eighty-two thousand. Oh, like wow. this is uh, this is the good chunky anarchist uh, pre Alan Moore anarchist. Oh yeah, this is like there was a period of time in British comics where it was just freewheeling anarchy everywhere and just you know like everyone was. I mean, chunky. Judge Judge Dredd was all about the fascism and the warning against the fascism yeah. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So. And then we, you know, we we glammed it up, but yeah, this good uh, stuff. But uh, Duncan Jones is going to uh, direct that, of course. Uh, David Bowie's kid. Nice. Uh, the voices uh, of our dear sweet Haley Atwell. Uh, oh, it's a cartoon. Yeah, it's a cartoon. Uh, I wouldn't do it live action. No. And, and Euron Bernard, Jack Loudon, Daryl McCormick, Reese Shearsmith, Jemaine Clement, Matt Berry, Diane Morgan, Alice nice. Lowe, Asa Butterfield, Sean Bean. Good uh, cast. So, like what I'm hearing. Yeah. Uh, the story concerns a lone genetically engineered soldier stalking the poisonous war-torn landscape of new and you earth with him uh, <clears throat> with him travel three of his dead comrades helm gunner and bagman they're friends that got turned into equipment that he has to wear and they talk That's to him what it says their personalities what? transferred yeah. into biochips implanted yeah. into his rifle helmet and backpack yeah so he's and wearing his buddy on his head i'm in this sounds uh, yeah. great their mission, hunt down the man who betrayed them. <clears throat> okay, so two things here for yes. Lee. Yeah. Uh, first, um, this reminds me of a DC series, Tailgunner Joe. I'm not sure if I you're familiar Tailgunner with that Joe. one. Yep. Um, secondly, uh, wearing the friends, shoot, and it triggered something now. I can't remember what the second thing was. Um, oh, no, sorry. Alien Legion. Um, did you catch our thing about that a couple of weeks back? No. Are you familiar with the Alien Legion? Barely. We'll talk about it later. Okay. And I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That'll be in the after party. Well, yeah, no, I'm excited about this, uh, especially with it animated, because I mean, I've, I've been on record many, many times. If you're going to adapt something that's that has a distinct graphic style, yeah. for the love of everything holy, animate it, make it right. This is want... your uh, this is your Hellboy argument, right? This is my Hellboy yeah. argument. It's my Umbrella Academy Umbrella, argument more than yeah. anything. Is that's that the big if, one I remember yeah. you ranting about. If they had about. been set free of... of uh, live action they could have i mean nothing wrong with umbrella academy the live action show's fun uh but they could have done all of the bonkers stuff like these kids fought the eiffel tower in the comics <laughs> with gravity wow. belts okay. and yeah so <laughs> come on give me some animation i want to um, see it jimmy johns in the chat room says that uh, back to the uh, Catherine o'hara story it looks like this is a character not from the game that she will be cool playing. so like a like a melanie linsky yeah. type character exactly mm. all right and finally this <laughs> uh, I, I bring this up because i was watching it the other day um oh, M- marvel just announced that uh, 
Aliens, you know, the 1986 movie, is getting a five-issue what-if spinoff <laughs> focusing on Carter Burke, the evil company man played by Paul Reiser. Nice. The, the what-if question is, what if Carter Burke survived? And Reiser himself is one of the series' writers, along with his son, Leon Reiser. Also, Adam F. Goldberg is writing, who did oh, Goldberg's The Muppet Goldbergs? Mayhem. Also, Brian Volk Weiss, the toys, movies that made us. Also, there's a lot of writers on this. Hans Rodinoff from Damage Control. Uh, Paul Reiser said, for years, people have asked me about Burke. What was it like to play such a bad guy? To which my response was always, you say bad, I say misunderstood. I say corporate <laughs> <Wow>. guy. <laughs> now the world will find out. Uh, in the film, and I had to go back and rewatch this, we never see Burke get killed. Uh, we only see that he encounters an alien, and we assume that he is murdered off screen. They might have gotten married. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Uh, but then on, then on top of that, Sigourney Weaver, of course, uh, blows up the entire outpost because it's yeah. the only way to be sure. They might have had him on honeymoon before that happened. I Could mean, be. that alien yeah, may have seen true. Paul Reiser and saw him putting a ring on that. Let's go, baby. <laughs> well, the story picks up, and, and this is what he's willing to tell you. The story picks up 35 years later as he is eking out a cursed existence on a backwater asteroid. Apparently, Burke's daughter finds out about his whereabouts, and that sets the main thrust of the story in motion. So somehow he got off the planet. So, um, good Lord. Two <laughs> words for you here. Yes. Tech, what is it, tech war? Do I want to go there? Or do I want to go with uh, whatever the story was that, Kirk, that uh, Shatner wrote about Kirk surviving? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll do both. We'll just do both. Yeah, that's the exactly. Yeah. He, he, what, what an interestingly horrible series of books he wrote. Yeah. But, but it's like, I'm you sorry, know, tell me no. more. William Shatner wrote books about being in the aliens verse? No. 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 no he <laughs> wrote we can't talk what about it because lived? of spoilers, Rebecca. Mm. Well, no, she's seen that movie. She's seen. She's Generations? Seen... Yeah. Generations. Oh, no, she hasn't yet, has she? Yeah. Because these books oh, he wrote no. after Generations. We're talking no. about her like she's not in the room. Rebecca, have you. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't watch Generations yet, have we? No, okay, I have not right. seen it. It would but, like the but books, they're also, too long. But yeah. even before Tony. Generations, Shatner wrote... Uh, Tony, maybe you thing. finish a book first and then you can come Ooh. at me, okay? <laughs> wow, more Touché. shots fired. Touché. Um, but he wrote a book about, you know, what if Kirk... Kirk after... Events. It's the original series. We'll just mm -hmm. leave it there. And it's like, oh, mm. yeah, it, it, it's considered... I think it's uh, Trek Apocrypha now, but it, there's a series of them out there. Yeah, they weren't they weren't very good. Um, yeah, but, aliens. He, but even in his 80s, he's still a virile seducer. Sure. Shatner? <laughs> he's in his 90s. Yeah, that was he when is. he wrote these. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the character was in his 80s in the books. That's yeah. right. Um, Jeez. So this will be at your local comic book store March 6th is where you pick that up. If you want really good... Alien source material. Um, Modiphius has this alien role-playing game, and the stuff in there about the alien universe has all been checked off by 20th Century Fox and their continuity department. So, like, their nice. takes, they're actually cultists that worship xenomorphs um, out in that universe. Like, they're actually <laughs> looking for a xenomorph hormone so they can all get... Can't get close enough to, to Lee's head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good stuff. And uh, for like 30 bucks, you can get a starter box that'll get you introduced to the game with pre-gen characters. It's always, in, in, in my RPG opinion, if you can find a cheap starter box to preview an RPG, it's the way to go. But it's a horror-based game. So one of the modes is none of your characters actually survive 90 minutes. Oh. Because, oh, it's, wow. because it's an alien game. 
Right. That's awesome. Of course. Uh, Also, uh, the Marvel Comics uh, Alien series is quite good. good. Yes. It's quite good. I was I was I was very surprised. They're doing the second wave or the second season, I guess. I think the first one was like six or eight issues, and they just restarted a new season of it. Mm -hmm. Nice. Check it out. Quite quite good though. Uh, because, Mar- because Disney owns the Alien universe now. Because they're the making the, they're making the aliens Disney the princesses. Alien yeah. Disney princess. Yes, Ripley <laughs> is the Disney princess that I want to meet. Oh well, actually, she's asleep right over there, my little Ripley. Over but I'm there. Yeah, thank you. All right, uh, what did we consume this week? Who wants to start? Rebecca, I know has seen uh, a lot of yeah, movies. Yeah, I okay. Let me start. I'll list off. All 19 movies and 28 shorts wow. that I want. Oh, I'm not going to do moly. that to you guys. <laughs> say we but only have Sundance. 20 minutes left. <laughs> I'll be fast. No, but at Sundance, I saw 19 feature films, 28 shorts. I had to wow. make some concessions, and there were some movies I couldn't go see, but I tried my best to watch what I could. I'm so um, proud of you, because that was an undertaking. Thanks. That was, it, that it was, was a tiring. big meal you took on. Oh, I'm full. I'm full up. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, quite a quite a lot. There's there's one in particular I'm going to mention. It's called Evelyn, and it's going to be on Netflix. It was picked up by Netflix, and it's about this young man who he had muscular dystrophy, and he passed away at 25. And his parents were dev- one devastated at the loss of their son, but two, they thought that he lived a very lonely and isolated life because he was wheelchair bound and like. Had difficulty communicating, um, but then after he passed, they started receiving hundreds and hundreds of emails from people that he befriended in World of Warcraft, and oh. and the documentary follows how he had this whole life in World of Warcraft and wow. how he was so beloved and had this like close knit group of friends and how they all cared for him so much and what an inspiration and force that he was in their life. Um, so definitely i was sobbing at a funeral in world of warcraft like it it, Mm. very good movie it's called ebelin i-b-e-l-i-n it's gonna be on netflix i don't know when but i was uh, was gonna say this sounds like it's gonna make me cry oh i saw trust me i so much sobbing i did during sundance (laughs) (laughs) because there were just so many good films and what is this called again Ebelin. it's spelled i-b-e-l-i-n okay all right that'll be the hard Uh, part yeah yeah um as far as uh okay books i I read recursion based on tony and mike's recommendation i tore through that and so now tony and mike and i are reading dark matter well tony and mike are reading dark matter i finished it already Uh, (laughs) what are you saying what are you trying to say rebecca i'm saying learn how to read tony i refuse (laughs) Um, um but both both books written by blake crouch um i was totally hooked by them um Okay, I just you, realized it's like the same by. author since you said that. Are you, Tony? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> that's the reason for the season, my so man. That's, that's why I'm listening. Reason for reading Dark I'm listening to Dark Matter. I'm like, man, this guy, this is a lot like Recursion, like the writing style and everything. Now I'm this all going makes sense. To scream, <laughs> please, Rebecca. He's he's our only Utah County listener. Please. <laughs> 
I told you. <laughs> don't read. Uh, okay, <laughs> Sorry, TV <continue>. shows. <laughs> I can. By the way, I can make those jokes because I grew up there. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, speaking of books into TV, I both read and and watched Lessons in Chemistry. Um, I liked the book a lot more than I liked just the TV show. I see what Carrie was saying as far as like how it only became about the the boyfriend. Um, yeah. Anyway. anyway. Um, Reacher season two firing <laughs> on all cylinders. Yeah. Are you a dad yet? Am I, <laughs> am so, I a dad? Yeah, I've been told that Reacher is like the pinnacle of dad TV because, like, if you hang out with any dude over 40 with kids, he's like, hey, you see Reacher? The thing about Reacher, so I've been pitching Reacher to a couple of friends of mine, and they're like, we have been under the impression this is for conservative dads. And I'm like, absolutely nah, not. Not, this so show, not, if, not if you read the it, books, man. Oh, it no. It could be for conservative dads, yeah. but ultimately, it's. Any good-hearted liberal can love it, right? For sure. <laughs> um, it's just, man, Reacher's just so good. And and Alan Richardson is just such a, a big man, right? And if you see Which him is... in the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> See him in the trailer for um, the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, the new Guy Ritchie movie coming out. Big man, little glasses. What a combo. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> Just so, so hyped. Uh, and then Ted on Peacock. I've watched it through like eight times now because if you know me, you know I love my Seth MacFarlane content. And this it's Ted funny. show, it's just it's funny. It does this thing where it walks up to the line of being wholesome, and then it remembers what show it is, and it takes you back. <laughs> that and, is a hard uh, trick to pull. It, uh, and it's I like that. Stunning. It's I I love it, but I'm also it's, biased. It's funny. Hey, um, if, if you if you if you don't trust Rebecca, trust me. It's funny. <laughs> okay, I'll watch it. There's a reason. It. There's a reason. It's like the top show on Peacock right now. Mm. Like it's the number one most streamed show. It had like the highest premiere or something like that. Um, and then movies. Uh, two movies that I have seen in theaters. Um, mean Girls, the Mean Girls musical. Um, just go watch the one from 2004, please. It's the superior version. Um, mm. Even if you like musicals like I do, I love musicals. Um, and I have listened to the Mean Girls Broadway soundtrack. They butcher it in the movie. It's, womp, it, womp. They, especially Katie's role, like they just remove so much of like the energy and like passion. Uh, oh, I hated it. I hated everything. <laughs> the Mean Girls movie is sponsored by Elf Cosmetics and Cider Clothing. And if you know, you know. Um, I even I know. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, this week, uh, I went and watched Argyle. And I never want to have to think about this movie again. Oh, I was really excited for this movie. Listen, no. I love Matthew Vaughn. I love yeah. a Matthew Vaughn joint. Yeah. The man has lost it in the last oh. couple of years. Oh, uh, especially if you saw like the third Kingsman. I don't even think he did the third Kingsman movie. I don't but, think it was him. But uh, <laughs> I kept leaning so over to my friend. I kept leaning over to my friend and being like, wow, I hate this. And, <laughs> and, and Sam Rockwell, you know Sam Rockwell. You yes. know and love Sam Rockwell. Um, it, I feel so bad for him because it's like they were like, hey, Sam Rockwell, you know how you're a dance man and you do all the dancing? Just do that. No, no, no. Don't worry about character development. Just do the dancing. And that's all they give him. Sam Jackson shows up for an hour of work and just... <laughs> I love I love a Matthew Vaughn fight scene. I love to just watch a Matthew Vaughn fight scene, but there are some scenes in this where I am like, what are we 
what are we doing here? No. Um, and Rebecca so I'm sorry. Does not like a fight scene. That must be no. A really I love bad a fight, fight scene. scene. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like this must scene. be really bad because I know you love your fight scenes. And, that's depressing. Yeah, so, and I'm sorry. And I know this movie. It's getting a lot of mixed reviews. I'm on the side of the haters. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of other people uh, who are like, "This movie was great. I had fun." And I'm like, "That's so cool. Love that for you." Ah, they wanted to make three of these movies. You guys, they want to make three of these. And also, they're doing too much. They're doing far too much because way back when they started to make this movie, they said this movie was inspired by a book written by Ellie Conway. Much, much research goes into this. Turns out there's no real book written by Ellie Conway. That's in the movie, but they That's were the trying plot. to make it seem like well, this movie sense. was based on an actual book. They've gone ahead and made this book. And if you go to your Spotify account and look up the audiobook version of this, it is 13 hours long. Dedication to the craft. It does not. It does not. You don't. We don't need this. We don't. This is too much and we don't need it. So, I mean, um, they published Paul Rudd's Ant Man biography for crying out loud. Point. So, 13 hours. <laughs> For That's a short Argyle, book. part one of three. <laughs> this is insanity. Sean asking in the chat room, is Brian Cranston good in it? Yeah, he's fine. Like <laughs> he's Brian Cranston. <laughs> he's yeah. Brian Cranston. He's, he's gonna great. show up and be good. Uh, you know that. Was, you know. was the third Kingsman movie the King's Man, the prequel? Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, Rasputin's there. It, it was Matthew Vaughn. Yep. Digimon Digimon Hansu, the only saving grace of that movie, and I feel mm. bad that he had to be in it. Yeah. Actually, uh I it was hard because I really loved the first Kingsman movie, but oh, there's super uh, good. There's a joke mm -hmm. at the end that just kind of almost sucked the air out of the out of the movie for me, and then they use that same character to replace a very cool character from the first movie and the second movie, and I just gave up on the franchise because mm. they had a really cool female secret agent in the Kingsman agency that they just kill off at the beginning of the second mm -hmm. thing, and they're like, well, let's bring Ow. in the Swedish princess totally because that's funny. Ha ha. She'll take it in the butt. Isn't that yeah. funny? funny? Ha 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 ha. ha. So. Yeah, just hey, whatever. You no. love Seth, Do Mac not Seth MacFarlane, and that is definitely a Seth MacFarlane style joke. He yeah, would have done it also, better. He, he would have done it better. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, there's there's subtlety. You could go ahead and make a butt sex joke at the end of the movie, and I'll laugh at it if you do it right. But this is just like <laughs> what is this? What is this subtle of which you speak? I don't know. Anyway, so all I'm subtle. saying is, subtle. if you're thinking, if you're thinking about going and spending money to see Argyle, don't do it. It's an <laughs> Apple original film. It'll be on Apple next month. That's oh, like twenty-two dollars. Okay. I didn't even yeah. know that. Okay. Yeah, the cat CGI the entire time. Oh, it's not even a real kitty. That's unfortunate. No. Come on. God. Anyway. Okay, Please that's don't all. run away from the flurkins. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. All right. That's all. <laughs> who's, who's next? Uh, I'll, I'll go. Oh, no, Lee, nope, nope. Lee, oh, after you, okay. sir. I'll be, I'll be quick. Uh, if you're a fan of old Hollywood stuff, uh, Feud Season 1, I know it's 2016, but let's just <laughs> pretend I was in a coma for a while. Um, it's, it's, it's a Ryan Murphy thing. And it's funny, like a lot of people like Ryan Murphy for American Horror Story. I actually like it when he does this <laughs> historical stuff. So his Hollywood series was fantastic. This, uh, feud season one is about Joan Crawford and Betty Davis during the filming of, and prior to, and afterwards of, uh, whatever happened to baby Jane. And, uh, what's great is that they recreate a lot of these old trailers from these horror movies. So, uh, 
tons and tons of fun. Watch the first three episodes of Death and Other Details. I, I love Mandy Pantinkin. Uh, I, I actually find the um, Columbo-esque nature of it to be quite refreshing. Mm-hmm. Uh, second season of Masters of the Universe Revolutions, not Revelations oh, yeah. now. But, uh, I'm watch that. Is yeah, it good? It's, it's, a little, it's a little more tongue-in-cheek than the first season, but... Um, they are really like getting into the mythology in the background. Nice. Uh, I and you get Shatner, <clears throat> and you get Shatner, which is which is great because you get Shatner and Hamill playing oh, that's the true. same character. Hmm. Oh, so one Skeletor yeah. and one's before Skeletor, which is great. Ah, uh, stumbled across the 1975 reruns of the Gong Show, um, which at one point featured the mystic knights of the oingo boingo yes and uh i lost my mind because just like there's the future of one of the greatest bands in history yes and they're out there basically doing a vaudeville routine with danny elfman wearing a zebra costume and banging some cymbals together so um and now (laughs) my newest obsession taylor tomlinson's not talk show after midnight yes oh my god Excellent. I love I love that they said to everybody that she was doing a talk show and instead she's doing a rehash of uh, well, Thomas Lennon's I, At Midnight from 2002. Well, and I feel, well, and I feel like too um, they way back when it was announced that Stephen Colbert was taking over um, At Midnight, which was also the Chris Hardwick version of it. Yeah. Um, uh, they never really talked about it, but then when Taylor Tomlinson was announced, at, you kind of had to be following it from the beginning to really understand what it is they were doing. They didn't I, market I was, it. They didn't market it essentially that way. I know. I know. That's yeah. why. That's why yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> you know, you like. I love her stand up. I love her comedy. She's she's, she's so great. refreshing. She's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as the host of a game show, I I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. This is what late night needed. So I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not up that late, but I, I watch it first thing in the morning, and I it's it's absolutely refreshing. She's and, uh, she is resplendent, and uh, I've uh, she was in town just recently, and I'm sad really? that I missed her. Yeah, oh, I man. know, me too. Yeah, she's so good. Yeah, and and it's uh, different different comedians on almost every night. So mm-hmm. I, I love that aspect of it too. Like Melissa Via Senor was on the other night. And oh, I just, she, I love she, her. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. All that's, right. That's me in a nutshell, except for one thing. Oh, the last yes. thing I've been consuming. Um, I, I got a Kickstarter that I forgot about from two years ago. Uh, this, <laughs> the best this, kind of Kickstarter. This Marvel Zombies board game from Zombicide. And uh, I haven't I haven't opened up the miniatures yet. I'm still reading through the rules, but it's a, a solo or multiplayer co-op game where you play against the game. It has some mechanics. And uh, I'm completely enamored with it. So um, <laughs> I, I may... I may drag a couple of uh, other panelists in to do a, a, a playthrough, um, but I, I know nobody here actually likes games. So oh, oh, it's Marvel. If it had been DC, we could have talked. No, just oh kidding. well, we'll do the DC game. It just doesn't hit until two years from now. So, so look that's forward me. to that in 2026. All yeah, right. uh, still Rob? here. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Jay's not here. So you got, y'all are gonna get sick of me with the whole Black History Month thing. No. Uh, Never. But, Please bring it. But first up, Marvel. We'll keep it with Marvel for Lee. Uh, Marvel Voices Legends number one. Stories hey, like, by black I, authors, I have black to characters. I'm, I'm a huge DC fan. I just don't he like is. the mainstream stuff. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. I, will, yeah. I, I stand corrected. <laughs> um, featuring stories with uh, Sam oh. Sam Wilson, Captain America, Monica Rambeau, uh, Patriot, who is the grandson of the first Captain America, not Steve Rogers, uh, Miles Morales, just, and uh, Adam Brashear. Uh, the Blue Marvel, um, yeah. a character kind of like the Sentry. Check this out at your local comic shop or on your uh, Amazon uh, 
Comixology app. The DC version, DC Power 2025, or 2024, sorry. Um, again, Val Zod, uh, oh, nice. Black Superman, Joe Mullane, John Stewart, uh, Thunder and Lightning from uh, Black Lightning's uh, series. Again, Black, oh, The Signal, uh, Duke Thomas, Sidebar. If you're not reading, or uh, if you're not looking at uh, Batman Wayne Family Adventures on Webtoons, do yourself a favor. It is literally, for my money, or lack of money thereof, uh, the best Batman writing out there right now. It is a How, much lighter take. What's the page count on Power? Uh, That's a thick on, book. It, it is a thick, thick book. Yeah. Uh, uh, no page number, so I cannot tell you. It is, okay. but it is very thick. Nice. Nice. Um, let's see, really quick. Trinity, I've uh, oh. talked about her before. This is Wonder Woman's daughter. They've now collected all of the stories, all of the uh, B stories they've done in the Wonder Woman comic for the past couple of months into one title, and they've done a uh, uh, just a collected version of this, which is good to read. And the writing for John Kent and Damian Wayne is fun. Watching them deal with their new little sister, basically. <laughs> uh, Andrew, if you are around, I was wrong last week. The window is still there. Oh, okay. <laughs> two last still got, things. Still got the bosom window. So, I watched uh, the DC oh. Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1. This is my comic from 85. That's awesome yeah. that you Look still that. have that. Nice. Um, this is a 12-issue maxi-series. The first part of the of the um, video is good. It does something that I didn't care for, though. Uh, it gives you a B story similar to how they did with uh, The Killing Joke. It gave you like 30 minutes of story before the story begins. Oh. This one is not as egregious by any, any stretch of the imagination. And they do find a way to actually tie it into um, the, the story that they're telling with the crisis wave and the animator wave coming in. So it, I looked at them kind of like, this didn't happen, but I'm okay with where this led to. Oh, um, Psycho Pirate. And Psycho Pirate is in it. Nice. <laughs> um, and I did finish All You Need Is Kill, which is Ooh. the story that Edge of Tomorrow was based on. Live, Day, Live Die, Repeat. Such a good movie. Much better book, actually. Yeah. Uh, the, the book does not, I'm sorry, the movie does not follow the book as well because it's a Tom Cruise action movie. Yeah. Uh, this is set in Japan, follows a character who is a Japanese soldier who gets stuck in the Tom Cruise role. And uh, it resolves slightly differently Interesting. i leave it to you to find out how all right go pick it up uh let's see oh it's tony hey, what it's have me. you consumed um i consumed a whole lot of episodes of the regular show <laughs> oh i love the regular show so much <laughs> my wife wanted to watch it so we started a couple weeks ago and she's actually enjoying it a lot more than i thought she would so that is Aww. a big plus <laughs> The regular show rules. I freaking love it. It's it's probably top two. Regular show and Adventure Time for me as best cartoons of all time. Um, also, we watched um, a movie called The One I Love. Yes. came out in, um, when was it? 2000 and... Um, <laughs> why is it not easily found on the dang... I don't think IMDb this, thing. Maybe. Oh, 2014. There we go. I don't know. I uh, searched the one I love. I get the REM song. What? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so this this was a, a kind of an indie movie that came out in 2014. It stars Mark Duplass and Elizabeth Moss, 
and it is a. I like the Duplasses. It is a weird movie, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, oh, Ted Danson is in there for about ninety seconds as well. Um, but the the gist of the movie is, and you see this in the trailer, so I'm not uh, giving anything away. But they're a couple having relationship issues, and their therapist, Ted Danson, tells them go go do this couples retreat for the weekend. And uh, it's had it's been great success. We've had lots of uh, lots of people come back, you know, rejuvenated in their relationship and everything. And they get there, and it's basically like an Airbnb, and nobody else is there. And they figure they're just going to be there for the weekend to get to know each other again or whatever. But it turns out there's somebody in the guest house behind the house, and every time you go in, it's your partner another version of your partner oh it's it's cool it's a it's a fun movie yeah. uh, very very interesting um so the there's a multiverse in the shed is what you're saying uh, <laughs> i don't want to spoil anything but okay, uh right. yeah i say check it out i mean it's got a seven on imdb which for imdb is pretty high you know, overall, mm -hmm. but yeah. I really enjoyed it. We had a good time with that one. And then uh, last but not least, we watched the documentary on Hulu, Daughters of the Cult. You guys yes. watched this yet? Yes. That's pretty freaking wild stuff right there. Uh, it's a us, us old Utahns enjoy it because we get to see you know downtown as it was and you get yeah. to see these all these old news anchors you know <laughs> yeah um it's okay the... so so give me the give me the cliff notes synopsis for those of us from the other side of the country yeah yeah so uh it is a five-part documentary series about a uh, an extremist um fundamentalist mormon sect led by a guy named Irville allred Irville lebaron or lebaron excuse me yeah. who was the guy that got uh, Rulon Allred assassinated uh, a, a, like a competing polygamist cult, basically. Like yeah. it gets crazy, and you know, you think, oh, this is all about Irville uh, LeBaron, but they he dies by like his death happens in like the third episode of the five part series, and things just continue to get crazy. Yeah. for those mm. people after that, it is it is a fascinating Irville, documentary. Irville had a kill list. Yeah, and and uh, he, here's the thing, he got three quarters of the way through it, wow. and he still got people out there. No, he didn't even get three quarters before he died. He only got like a fifth of the way through it. Oh, and it was a fifth his, of the way. His kids kept it going. I've like, got the, it's I've wild. got it backwards because his kids wow. did keep it going, and he still got people out there. Yeah, there's yeah. still followers of of yeah. his uh, cult out there, and he's been dead since like. 1982 or something yeah. like that. These are polygamous sex versus polygamous sex, thinking, you know, if we Holy knock Lord. out their leaders, we'll take their their property and their we'll get wives. Their followers, and, their property, uh -huh. and we'll, we'll be down another false prophet. It's yep. wild. And yep. uh, they, they have tons and tons of interviews from people that were, you know, direct children of Irville LeBaron. They participated in the whole documentary, and you get their wow. point of view, yep. the point of view of the kids when they were children as their houses got raided by... Uh, federales in Mexico and stuff like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's crazy. It's it's hmm. it, it just reminds you that uh, yeah, it's it's crazy what people believe and they still believe it. All right. Yeah. Uh, I am still re I'm rewatching Moon Knight and uh, mm. so I watched a couple of episodes last night and I forgot. We it's just so good we didn't deserve it. <laughs> Great um, my my domain is about to expire on poonnight.com so if anybody oh. wants to purchase that go ahead and um, take it 
It's all yours. <laughs> Uh, it's so good, though. I just just enjoy watching Oscar Isaac do that dual role thing, and it just and and the action. You know, seeing Moon Knight in action is just so damn cool, and Mister mm-hmm. Knight as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I also watched uh, Assembled: The Making of Echo. It's so on, good on your Disney Plus. Oh, um, started that this week. It's uh, and I'm enjoying it. If if you know, I would encourage you to watch Echo and then watch this, or even watch this and then watch Echo because. One of one of the questions that kept going on in, in my wife's mind as we were watching Echo, because she was she was invested, she wanted to watch it, was how accurate is this story as far as the way it treats the uh, you know the, the Native Americans, and and how much participation did they have, and as you watch the making of it, you realize that Marvel didn't do anything without their approval. Nice. Choctaw Nation actually has a website yeah. that goes beat by beat on Marvel's participation and cooperation with them and making sure the mythology was done correctly. Nice. And that, uh, you know, they had originally presented what Echo's powers were going to be. And they're like, no, that's not how it would manifest in, in our culture. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, oh, so it, they, it was really something uh, to see how yeah. involved the uh, the Choctaw was tribe was. Sensitive and caring Marvel was with them, too. Like they, yeah. they wanted to make sure there was a lot of representation on the show. And yeah, it's, it's right great. right down to the Choctaw Nation creation myth. They said we, yeah. we wanted to go further, but they said this is getting a little too yeah. detailed back off a little bit. And so they were a little more vague about the creation myth. Oh, nice. uh, but but it there's, was, it, there's also just, some great stuff too, like the, the woodpecker that they show quite a few times in the show. Yeah. There's, there's a whole section on the, on the Choctaw website saying, this is why this, this animal is so significant to our people and why it's such an honor for us to see it on the show. And see, and I just thought it was a cool shot of a woodpecker <laughs> until yeah. I watched this and then I'm like, oh, now I got to go back and rewatch yeah. Echo and, and, yeah. and see all the symbolism and everything that is poured into this series. It's, it's, it's just beautifully amazing. well done. And, and then, of on, course, on you, that note, for yeah. just the representation part, I've got to give Marvel a lot of credit for this, um, hearing what Lee was saying, but also for um, What If, the story, the two stories with Cahorty. Yes. And they're working with the, I cannot remember the name of the nation in the Northeast but they worked with them very closely and there was a lot of back and forth about is this are these things pronounced correctly and they're like here are the people that we talked to to make sure that this was accurate and everything in what they showed for the uh the village and the culture for both the sky people and Mm -hmm. the tribe on uh earth were done with their input and i'm and i've got to say it's the these are the most first nations things that marvel have has done and i am here for all of the representation that they are putting into their work. So kudos it's, to Marvel. It's really fascinating to see them delve, delve into the legends and everything and, and the well, history. And that's the, the thing, like all ancient mythologies and religions are fascinating in and of themselves. You don't need to go changing it to make it feel like, you know, more modern or realistic or whatever. Just not to be a colonizer. As- that's what i'm saying like tell it as it is you know show it how it how it's supposed to be and it's gonna it's it's fascinating stuff but anyway that's what i consumed i recommend all of that uh tony games uh oh yeah we got some games there was some uh some controversy in our discord about uh suicide squad game yeah installing right now oh she (laughs) threw down her hard-earned shekels on the suicide squad hard-earned 75 dollars yeah 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 it's uh, uh not what you well, would call cheap i want what? a full report next week then but i paid i remember paying 60 bucks for final fantasy 7 in 1998 so really and the the game industry has not 
has not that, really gone up that much. That's a very good point, and it's brought up quite a bit when there are arguments about price of games. Yeah. Um, and it's a valid one, you know? Inflation <laughs> yeah. over the last 40 years versus the price of games. <laughs> You see, William in the chat room has already given us his review of Suicide Squad. Buttons for everything. <laughs> buttons for everything. F that game. F that game. <laughs> buttons for everything. All right. Uh, well, let's see. I can't Coming wait out to hear also report. Uh, this this week we have uh, Hell Divers Two, which looks interesting. It's a PlayStation and PC exclusive. Um, it's kind of a drop in from orbit and attack uh alien bugs and stuff like that oh, with teammates I, looks i thought looks it was about cool. the birds that go underwater and, <laughs> different okay. those are different hell divers yeah i'd love to play that boy <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see what else oh that's that's kind of about it we have uh honkai star rail 2 2.0 release uh is in a couple of days uh, a game called threes with an exclamation point at the end. Well, that makes it more fun. That's right. Get that exclamation <laughs> point. And can you say and it accordingly? Threes. Threes. <laughs> uh, and then a game called Clem. <laughs> do, you, do you play Clem. as a hillbilly? Please tell I me. I really hope so. I've never heard of this game, but it's on the list. So, uh, and then, and then last, I will say last and least, a game coming out from Ubisoft called Foam Stars. It looks exactly like Splatoon. It just looks like Ubisoft made their own version of Splatoon and put it on the regular console, the other consoles. Sure, why not? So, those, yeah, are, that, those are therapeutic games, you know? Yes, uh, Foam Stars, so there you go. All right. Uh, well, thank you all for being here. Thank you very much. We're going to head to the after party now, and... Uh, <laughs> We'll start the timer and see how long it takes us to talk about food. Uh, the after oh, two minutes. We, ma we made it last week the whole time. Whole time last week. I was because I wasn't here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's uh, geekshowgotthiscovered.com. That's our Patreon. You can uh, join up. And uh, yes, uh, thank you, Brett. Thank you for reminding me. Remember to uh, like and subscribe and all that stuff because of the YouTube stuff. Uh, yeah. anyway. Got to feed that algorithm. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so uh, live long and prosper, bitches. I push the button. Go. Go.